Hello and welcome to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Adio, a social media marketing expert specific to the wedding industry. On this show, I discuss tips to help you DIY your social media, as well as getting the confidence and income to outsource it. Thank you for allowing this episode to come through on your Bluetooth, your car radio, wherever it may be you're listening from today. Now, let's take your wedding business to the next level. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. It is Thanksgiving week when I am recording this. Thanksgiving is what the day after tomorrow. <laughs> Though when this goes live, it will be tomorrow. And oh, my, my fall allergies are kicking in, that's for sure. And things are slowing down a bit for weddings as we get ready for the holiday season. So I want to let you know some things we have in store here on the home front. I have unveiled doing Instagram audits and Instagram strategy calls. So you guys may be familiar that previously my only service was my largest one, which is the full service social media management. But now I do have some other options for those who are not ready to fully outsource their social media. I have an Instagram audit, which is the kind of the entry level option. And that's when I will record a video going over your Instagram profile, where there are room for improvements, strategies that I would implement going forward and so forth. After the Instagram audits, I do have strategy calls. This is a huge, so it's a 90 minute call where basically I like to put it as I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. I am basically giving you the GPS directions and you then are in the driver's seat to make it happen. So I'm going through your profiles, through your strategy. If you have one, if not, then I'm giving you one. I'm telling you what I would do, who I would engage with, how I would do it, what I would market, how I would do it, where I'd get the photos. I'm giving you everything. So if you go to my website, idoweddingmarketing.com, that's where you will find all all of those services. The Instagram audit starts at $97 and the 90 minute strategy call is $497. So I wanted you guys to be aware of that. Also, I wanted to remind you that if you go back to episode 10 of the podcast, that is when I did an episode on Black Fridays for wedding pros. Do we need it? And if we want to implement it, what can we do? So if you go back to episode 10, that is where you will find that information. Today on the podcast, I am chatting with Emily Foster Creative, who is a branding and web design expert in the industry. She can speak on a lot of things that I can't. Well, I am implementing your branding into your social media strategy. I am not creating your branding. And that is what she is speaking with us about today. Branding and specifically applying that branding across social media, how you can do it and why it's so important. 
So Emily Foster's from Portland, Oregon, and she has seven years of design experience. And you can see a lot of examples on her Instagram at Emily Foster Creative. She is getting really consistent there, which I, of course, love to see. She and I have something in common, and it's that we both are big book reviewers. I actually uh, review books on a YouTube channel and she reviews them on Instagram. So I love when I saw that on her website, that's when I knew that this was going to be a great friendship. And then the first time we chatted on video chat, we both had like the Starbucks you are here mugs. So I, I just knew it was meant to be. So we finally made a podcast interview happen where she can talk to you guys about her ex expertise. But, 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 but make sure you listen until the end of the interview because she has a really, really awesome promotion going on that is going to get you a website and branding before engagement season is over. So if you've been looking to invest into your branding or website or both, make sure you listen. So for now, here's my conversation with Emily Foster. Hello, everybody. We have Emily Foster here with us today. How is it in Portland, Emily? Hi, thanks for having me. It's good. It's cold because <laughs> I was just in Arizona earlier this week. So like shocked my system. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the difference. <laughs> yeah, but it's sunny, which is rare for this time of year in Portland. So pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it while you have it. <laughs> yeah, how's it in New York? Oh, New York, it's finally becoming uh fall fall feels. It's it was it was really being uh stingy about it. We were having 70 degree days in November, but now we're finally feeling the chill. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's nice when you see the leaves turning. Yeah, you know, it's my first fall as a Gilmore Girls fan. So I was like, come on, I don't need 70 degree days. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I've been a Gilmore's girls fan and like fun fact about me, I guess, since like third grade. I've been like a diehard Gilmore Girls fan. <laughs> yeah, this was, I never watched it growing up. And then something finally was like, it's time. Like it, you know, when they say when the uh, student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's what it felt like. Yeah, well, I hope you're loving it. It's fun because there's, yeah, so many well, you know, I feel like Gilmore Girls actually relates to what we're going to be talking about today, which is the uh, branding, right? And applying yeah. branding across social media and all things about branding. And Gilmore Girls is very clear on its brand. It's like Northeast cozy coffee, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, a Gilmore Girls feel. <laughs> and I guess that's pretty much the, would you say that is, what branding is where you look at something and you you know the association yeah i always say that it's like the visual language of your business um but it's like the feeling that it evokes too so it shows up in every single aspect of your business like people often think that branding is a logo or your color palette but it's all of those things and then it's how it's applied to your visuals like you know like social media and marketing um but then also the way that you do things and I think that's really where the feeling shows up most in your branding is like, do your actions and services back up the visuals too. Mm. And how did you get started in branding and design? Yeah, so I um, went to school originally for sports business. Like I went to U of O and that's the Nike school. If people don't know, wow. University of Oregon, that's like where Phil Knight went. 
So my whole thing was that I wanted to work for Nike um, and that changed, I guess, kind of quickly. So I was in business, like in the business school. And then I was also in the journalism school where they had advertising. Um, and then I was also taking art classes. I was like in all of these different programs and kind of combined all of that to do design because I loved the art side, um, but I didn't know what I would actually do with an art major. So I wanted to find some way to apply that to business. Uh, around that time, I was also doing like, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, like Polyvore. Do you remember that? I it don't was, think I do. It was kind of like Canva, but it was like really oh. random. Like you just kind of like grab images and like make collages. And mm -hmm. I had done yearbook in high school. So I was really into that. Um, so that's how I got into like graphic design and then chose branding and web design. I've been a designer for about seven years and I was laid off last year from my agency job um, and decided that I wanted to really focus on working with small business owners for their branding and web design. Fantastic. And now I think your well-roundedness really lends to what you can do. Because if you look at Emily's Instagram, which is Emily Foster Creative, correct? Yes. Yep. And you can see you did this post of all the different kind of branding things you've done. And no two are the same. They're all very different. You can become like a branding chameleon for your client. Yeah, I feel like it helped that I had like that business and advertising background because we definitely learned like strategy first. Um, and we work with all kinds of clients. Um, so like corporate, like small businesses, like artistic, um, and that really helped me to come at it from that background versus I think a lot of designers kind of like have a style and they're definitely like artists first, mm -hmm. which is really great too. Um, but I've never like been able to find that one style. Like I think I just have to approach it through strategy and then figure out like what style out of literally hundreds of options works. <laughs> so, you know, in order for a wedding professional or wedding venue to apply branding to their social media first they have to have branding so how would you describe to somebody in the wedding industry why branding is important for them yeah so there's a couple things i think number one is like the wedding industry as we know is just so saturated there's so many options because like the gateway to entry really isn't that high especially like for planners and photographers like I know this is going to probably insult people, but you can buy a camera and call No, they, it won't insult them because they understand <laughs> it. I used to have this photographer that I worked with and he would, he would call them moms with cameras. And I don't mean that right. as an offense to anybody because with work and, and practice and consistency, you can do it. But other vendors view it as this uptick in people just having a camera one day and then, you know, putting oh. up an Instagram page. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so saturated and branding helps you stand out from the rest because it helps you look more professional than the other people around you, but it also tells you your unique story through your visuals and the feeling you're evoking in people. Um, so that's one reason is to stand out in a saturated market. Um, another one is to like look elevated again because anyone can join the wedding industry, especially like solopreneurs. It helps you to look elevated so that you can then like raise your prices and um, it gives you more of that professional feel and lets people know that you know what you're doing. Uh, I would say those are probably the two biggest reasons um, to have branding and to be able to back up like the quality services you have. I also think in relation to what we were saying about the gateway, if you are one of those people who have just discovered this passion, that's why branding, I think at the start is really important because it's gonna make that initial year 
that much easier. It's going to make you that much more legitimate and it's going to really show your level of investment to your potential couples. But how do you feel about when one should look into branding? Yeah, I think that it should be in the back of your mind throughout your whole business. But I do always say like, wait about two to three years before you really invest in branding with a professional designer. Um, I think in the meantime, it's totally fine like to pick a business name and other designers might be upset about this, but like in your first year, just go into Canva and create like a really simple text-based logo. Um, do your best like not to use graphics in Canva because those can't be trademarked, but just to get something simple and a consistent color palette going, you could do that in the beginning. And I literally wouldn't spend more than like half a day on this. Like don't overthink it because the goal is to eventually invest in a professional designer um, but yeah, two to three years, um, depending on just how fast your business is growing is usually a good time because by that point, you're usually booked out with clients and can kind of get a feeling for what's working and what's not working, like what kind of couples you're enjoying working with, um, what their average like, income bracket is. There's all these details about your target audience that you kind of only get after experience. And then that can really help a designer like guide you towards the right branding for your business. That is great advice because what I was going to ask is how does somebody identify what their brand is? So to reiterate, it's one kind of like establishing it on your own at the start, experimenting, creating something on your own, and then studying what it is you actually like, who you like working with, what, what are the pillars of your business, so to speak, over time. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, I would say, yeah, it really is like in a metaphorical sense, like getting to know yourself and who you are um, before you invest in branding. Uh, and that's going to make the process a lot simpler. It's almost like it's making me think of how like when you go to college, you just kind of like you think you know what you want your major to be. And then there are some of those people who end up switching it, you know, like four or five times because you don't know till you start doing it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And honestly, logistically, that's just the best way because when you are just trying to make ends meet in that first year or two of your business, like I wouldn't necessarily recommend investing in branding then unless that's the pain point that you're having. Like if you get booked out really quickly and you're like quickly not attracting the right people, then that's when it makes sense to do branding early in your business. But otherwise, I would say invest that money into marketing maybe a website at first, like start with a website template and just get something out there so that you can start getting those inquiries. And then you can like take a step back once you're getting booked out and spend your money on branding. But really like you need to build your business first and get those like foundations established before you waste money on branding. I think you really can waste money on branding and web design. Um, and I feel like that's really helpful to hear from a designer. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, so everybody, this gives you the green light to, you know, take a breath, you know, look at your budget and make a plan. But now for somebody who is ready for that point, and maybe they've already invested in branding, how can a wedding professional start or any really business start to incorporate their branding into their social media and digital marketing? Because for me, when I think of branding, I think of the obvious. I think of logos, website, business cards. So how does it go beyond that? Yeah, so what I love to do is dig into your brand strategy, which then applies to all of those things that you mentioned, like your business cards and logo and website. Uh, but when you have that brand strategy and you work with oftentimes like a brand strategist and copywriter, 
Um, my brand guidelines include this. You can get a feel for the brand voice that you have. A lot of copywriters will put together a brand voice guide. Um, so you can have literal words that you can use on your social media, like in your graphics and your captions. Um, that's one way. And then having your color palette, um, making content that like is on the face of like your Instagram page, for example. So like your Instagram highlight icons um, can be relevant icon styles to the branding you have and using your colors in those highlights. Um, and then refer back to that brand voice guide for the way that you're talking to your customers. Like, how are you showing up when you're in video? Like, um, do you have really curated videos that are really nice and edited? Is that kind of the position that you have on your um, social media channels? Or do you get on like really last minute and casual and just kind of talk about things um, when they come to your mind and maybe you're wearing a sweatshirt and you're like just on your daily walk. It kind of depends on the approach you're taking and there's no wrong approach, but it's like how you're showing up. Um, another thing too, I always say don't have your logo as your profile picture on Instagram. I think you need to show the human unless you're a big studio um, or agency, then um, or like I say venue, not agency, but like a big like makeup studio mm -hmm. or like wedding planning agency, then you could have like your logo, but it usually is better if you're a smaller team to have the human show up a lot more on your Instagram. Any advice for what type of photo they should select? Yeah, um, I would say invest in a brand photo shoot. Uh, so that's another great way to apply your branding is do a mood board before the photo shoot, work with the brand designer and get your color palette put together, then go buy some clothes that are in that color palette. Um, and then take those brand photos, you can put them on your website and then yeah, use them all over your social media channels. Uh, so have something that's just clean and professional. Um, and when I say professional, I just mean like, it's easy to look at and accurately reflects you you don't necessarily need to be wearing a blazer or mm -hmm. like sitting at a desk with your laptop or anything like ideally it would be awesome if it shows what you're doing um, like if you're a florist you're putting together an arrangement um, and then it should show your personality too like I have one client um, who's a Latina wedding planner and she got some brand photos done of like her shirt says Latina AF and mm -hmm. she has like balloons and it's all about like having a big fiesta so like kind of you can have a theme to your brand photos and it can feel really authentic to you. All right. So don't be afraid to show who you are in those photos. Right. Yeah. Also and, fits you aside. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You can have fun with it and just have them be like professionally created photos. Terrific. Now, can a business work branding into some of the more trends we're seeing like reels, video, TikTok, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I love is, uh, I'm trying to remember the video editing platform, but I like making reels and TikToks outside of those two platforms, like outside of Instagram and TikTok, so that I can use custom fonts. Um, that's a great way. Mm. And so like applying your custom fonts to the video content, again, like showing that brand voice in the content you're creating, like, are you more casual? Are you more put together? What kind of words do you use? Um, it really just depends. Like, for example, if you're a really, really high end wedding planning agency, and maybe it makes sense for you to only post content like clips from brand videos, like maybe you got brand videos taken on a shoot day and you just like edit those and put them on TikTok and Instagram. Um, but if you're trying to work more with couples who really love like that authentic connection, like one on one relationships with their planner, 
then it probably makes more sense to do like those videos I mentioned earlier. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be you wearing a sweatshirt, but like you showing up as your most authentic self and like having like a friendly chat with people. Um, so those are great ways applying your colors to like having those fonts be in your colors. Um, there could be little graphics like you could include your logo on the reels and TikToks. Um, and then like using different shapes and other overlays like that. Terrific. You know, it's kind of making me think because sometimes when let's say for a venue, you know, you don't always have the freedom to have a face be part of the brand because they're employees, they're not they could be gone, you know, in, in a lot of aspects. So there are ways that you can utilize using your brand footage and your brand shoots and the branding that you invest in to to create video and still be a part of video content without having to use your face. But I definitely think, like you were mentioning, for that authentic experience, that relates to you. Often when you're a planner and you're the lead planner, you're a big part of the business. So getting to be able to go on there and show your face is, is an awesome perk, I think, if you're comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, and that could look different. Like maybe it is like you batch everything by doing a big interview and then you can use that content across like weeks and months. Um, or yeah, if you do have the time, like maybe when you're just at the venue, you could do like an impromptu tour, like give your followers an impromptu tour of the venue. Um, another example of like how those two like kind of juxtaposition brand ideas could be applied is like if your whole thing is like our venue is family and you can feel comfortable here, maybe your tour of the venue is like really casual. Like I was saying, like the venue owner gets on Instagram and gives a behind the scenes tour of the venue and like talks with your audience. Whereas if you're like a luxury venue, maybe it's investing in someone who has a drone and can do like flyover shots and like create like a really dreamy aesthetic view of the venue. Yes, because just from those two different examples, I'm already envisioning two different couples anyway. So all that's doing is your branding essentially is an extension of your sales process. So by doing the same concept of a tutorial, but one is done as a family owned venue and one is done as a luxury venue, it's helping to weed out your ideal client. Yeah. And I would even say you could flip it like your sales process is like an extension of your branding. So even your sales process, like if you go through this process of brand strategy with someone like me or another brand strategy, like designer, you can think through like, okay, how does our process need to be changed to reflect who we are in our branding? Because yeah, that looks different for everyone too. Like what CRM are you using? What is your process like? Do you um, take the time to give really hands-on support like as a venue owner? to a couple that inquires. Um, so there's all those kinds of things that you can think of. Um, and I know we were talking about social media, but that's another place that you can apply branding is to yeah. your CRMs, like have your logo on your contracts and um, have like a really customized welcome guide for your clients. All of that kind of content is important. Oh yeah, and if, you're, if your welcome guide includes other vendors and things like that, then everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many like endless opportunities there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So do you have any examples of just transformations you've seen after someone you've worked with has committed to branding? Yeah, so I recently worked with a venue client, actually, and they were getting pretty booked out. Like I think they were about two or three years into business and getting a decent amount of couples. They did see like a um, slowdown in inquiries for a while. And they were kind of, I think, frustrated over like the last year because 
while they were booked out, they knew that they needed to raise their prices because some of the couples they were working with, like, weren't the couple, like, they basically realized if they raised their prices and they could kind of get rid of some of the couples they didn't like, <laughs> um, because they wanted to work with a specific type of couple who was like ready to invest in a quality wedding and, um, kind of let them take over the whole experience versus maybe like DIY couples. Um, so the transformation they saw when we worked on their branding, it was more like a branding refresh. And then we did a website redesign and show it for them. And they literally got more inquiries through their website within a few weeks. Um, we did some basic on-page SEO, which I never say that like SEO, it doesn't get you quick inquiries. So I don't like necessarily attest any of that, like those extra inquiries to SEO, but we did set that up for them. Um, and I think that the fact that they had a better branded website with their aesthetic helped them to connect with more ideal clients. So they actually saw more inquiries pretty quickly and then they were converting those inquiries because they were getting the right people, like the people that they wanted to work with who had that kind of aesthetic that they shared and who had the budget. Um, and that would, I would say it kind of like just helped them connect with their people. It's kind of like mm -hmm. if you were dating and you have to like be really careful about what you put on like your Tinder or Bumble profile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you like put up like certain types of pictures or say certain kinds of things, like that's going to attract a certain kind of person and the likelihood that you guys will connect on your first date um, is kind of based on that initial impression that you made. So that's kind of like what branding did for them. Yeah, that's a great example. Cause I mean, I just go back to those days where I would do online dating. And if somebody had a dog in their photo, I would, you know, suddenly be more interested. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all about like the way that you talk, like um, even like the goals that you share, like, I mean, on your, not to go too much on the dating example, <laughs> That it reflects well on your website too and in the branding like what are your goals for your clients why are you doing what you're doing like kind of in the same sense of like why are you on tinder are you there to like meet a long-term partner or just like have a fun fling and that's the idea that wedding vendors can use too like who do you want to be paired with as a client and what can you do for them and what do you kind of expect from them like you don't want to go too far down the road of what you expect from your clients because it's about your clients not about you yeah um, yeah, just be honest about who you're for. Yeah, because not everybody is, because I think it's easy to assume everyone's going to want that luxury client, but that's not true. There are people who like the creative couple, the couple who wants to use the space or whatever service is a blank canvas, and that's what you're there for. So if that is who you are, where you really want that creative couple, you offer more of a blank canvas or a transformative, you know, venue space, that's a place where you can really set yourself apart and utilize your branding to show that. Yeah. And I feel like that's really essential for venues, especially in the wedding industry. Like you want to be honest about that because if you say that you're a blank canvas and then people get there for a tour and realize like, oh, everything has to be this way or we have these rules or whatever it is, like there's no, like nothing wrong with having those kinds of policies, but they're just going to walk away and not book a wedding and waste everyone's time. Um, so just being honest of like, are you a turnkey venue that does everything? Um, and are you saying that in your branding and your copywriting and website? Or yeah, are you a blank canvas? Like, do you want to give them creative freedom? And there's a whole spectrum there, like what that means. So this is gonna kind of summarize a lot of what we've been saying, but I wanna make it really clear to everybody of how branding leads to more 
looking for wedding pros. So one, which we kind of discussed is it, it weeds people out who aren't aligned with you and what you offer. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing it connects you with the right people too. Um, and on that first point, like be prepared when you do a rebrand, you might see a little dip in inquiries because you won't be getting as many from the people that you don't want to work with. Right. But observe that the booking rate, you know, because now you're getting more couples who aren't going to be shocked when you say that they can't bring in outside food and can't cater it themselves because your branding was very clear that that's not this type of venue. Yeah, right. It helps you stand out too. Like even just having professional branding gets you noticed. So whether it's like you obviously want it to be by the right people, but you do want to get noticed at first. So if you're a wedding vendor that doesn't have branding, the likelihood that you'll be able to stand out without referrals um, and good marketing just isn't there. So that's another way to get clients with branding. So, I, you know, I, I always fall back because my, my background was in venues. So I always use them as an example, but there are so many examples we could get into with, with, other, with other vendors. Would you have any advice for, let's say someone smaller like a photo booth company how they could use branding and how that could transform their business i know i'm putting you on the spot with the one that's a bit more specific that's okay you could actually do like so much more in some ways because Mm -hmm. you're still a physical business so yeah business cards um you could get really creative with business cards too in the way that you're sharing your info with people especially because you're a photo booth like maybe your business cards are like a Polaroid style kind of card and something that's like really memorable. Um, you could also have your branding like on, and you don't want to do this in an annoying way because it's annoying when people go to a wedding and get a photo like strip and then like it's just covered in branding by the mm-hmm. company. But that's one way to apply your branding. It's like your logo somewhere small on the photo strip so that people remember it when they take those photos home. Um, It could be like in the offers that you give to your clients too. So like your photo backdrops and props, like are they kind of generic or do they kind of have a unique style that's a little bit different from other photo booths in your area Mm -hmm. and being really intentional about like props that you're purchasing for people. Um, And then also the experience that you're giving to clients, like does the quality that your employees are offering at weddings, does that reflect like what you share in your branding and what kind of personality like are you a fun photo booth and like quirky um or are you kind of like like one example um, could be a photo booth band i've seen that trend at yeah. um, so that's a totally different vibe than like maybe like kind mm-hmm. of a traditional photo booth that shows up and like goes into indoor weddings um so that's like some examples there and then also like the social media applications that we talked about and the crm applications i think still really apply here those are that was great. You did a great job <laughs> throwing that at you. <laughs> I thought I would do some fun rapid fire questions, but after the rapid fire questions, I want to ask you about the Black Friday offer that you have going on. Um, so first, um, a brand or business with branding I love is Cal's Books, which is a big bookstore in Portland, or Starbucks. I thought you were going to say Nike. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's nice and clean. I just love that, like, kind of, I don't know, raw Northwest feeling of both Mm -hmm. of those. Nina and I both love books. Yes, yes. The best kinds of weddings have? All the people you love. 
Oh, good answer. <laughs> I love working with wedding pros who? I am, are authentically themselves and bring their personalities to the experience. When I want to be in flow while working, I listen to? Taylor Swift. Oh, what do you think about all the Ticketmaster stuff going on? I was not one of the lucky ones. Aww. So I didn't get a ticket. Yeah. Um, I think it was really difficult. <laughs> I think this is almost like the new Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like yeah, getting the golden just, ticket. <laughs> I for the pre-sale and I guess they sold all of the tickets in the pre-sale. So I think that hope is gone. I still haven't been to one of her concerts, but someday. Mm -hmm. Bucket list item. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done my business without. I think two things without getting laid off and literally mm -hmm. being forced into self-employment and then without coaches and relationships that I oh, built. That's great. And I want to, I want to add one in my favorite Gilmore girls character is. Oh, that's hard. Um, I have to say Rory because mm -hmm. yeah, since I was little, I just always wanted to be her. Yeah. She's a, she's a great role model. Like I can. Yeah fully appreciate it now that I'm older <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, like at one point when I was like sixth grade like too young to be thinking about it I wanted to go to Harvard because she wanted to go to Harvard mm -hmm. yeah and you don't get a lot of not to get to Gilmore girls too much but there aren't a lot of heroines who are really studious like who are for yeah. teenage shows you don't get a lot of girls like Rory so what a breath of fresh air yeah I just love her <laughs> So tell me about the two week Squarespace experience that you're doing. Yeah, so I'm partnering um, with two other business owners, Andrea, she's a copywriter for wedding vendors. And then Emily, she's a Squarespace designer. I also do website design, but I tend to kind of gravitate a little bit more towards show it. Um, so she works in Squarespace. I'm the branding part of this project. And we all got together to form this offer that's like a two week intensive to give you basically everything that you need to have a successful website, like all in one place without having to go to different providers. So it's um, website copywriting, your website design, SEO, and then branding. And you get it all done at once so that after the two weeks, you can just launch it. You don't have to go find um, any other kind of providers because usually what happens is like someone knows, oh, I need a website. So they go find a website designer. And then the website designer is like, do you already have branding? And you have to either invest in that with the same designer or go find someone else or do copywriting after, et cetera. So it's like a one-stop place to get it um, over Black Friday. Over the next week, we're launching it and offering a bonus. If you inquire with us by November 29th, then you get a few extra bonuses, like a blogging guide with extra tips um, and ideas for blogging, and then a two-hour strategy call with us at the beginning of the project, which is kind of like a pick our brain session and also a brand strategy um, guide into like what will apply to all of your branding and website design. Um, so that's the extra bonus if you invest quicker. And then we're also doing $300 off if you invest by the end of the year. Um, so that offer is 5,700 for the two week intensive for all the services that you need in one place up to a five page website. Um, and it's just designed to really get you ready and, um, like your path to success to be able to book clients in booking season so and i just because this sounds amazing and i just wanted to be clear to everyone's listening so it's not an intensive where you're teaching them what to do it's an intensive where you are doing it yeah it's completely done for you so wow. the 
main thing that we need is we have a questionnaire for you to fill out, like asking you questions so that we can figure out the right branding and web design and copywriting for you. Um, and then we ask you to upload your website images. Um, I think that we're saying it's about a two to three hour investment per week for about four weeks just to get like your homework done. But there's a lot less homework than there is even for other clients I work with. Yeah. The homework regardless. You can't get out of that homework. The people are going to yeah. need stuff. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's a lot less time investment and you don't have to be sitting on your computer. Um, we don't have a bunch of meetings for you to come to. Like it's really laid back. Like there's just one kickoff meeting and then everything else can be approved. Like everything from your mood board to the final website design by email. We send Loom videos to show you. So you still get that really like high quality experience of like, we're still explaining everything to you and telling you why we made unique decisions for your brand and website. So you're not missing out on that. It's just that it's a lot less of a time commitment and it's done like by the time, typically if you inquire, you'll have a launched website like within one month of inquiring. And that's and what's amazing. And that's why it's like, jump on it guys. Cause like it, it's, it's what a great time frame and what a great time of year for it. And it looks like, you know, if people need it, you offer payment plans. So and um, if you inquire right away too, you can be, we have a wait list right now. So depending on when this airs, we're announcing the wait list. I guess this will air after, but the wait list will be Monday and it's Friday right now. Okay, great. Yeah, we're going to be posting this Wednesday, the 16, uh, 23rd, 23rd. <laughs> as soon as possible. We do have one spot where you would get your website done by February um, because mm -hmm. we basically have well, I think maybe it's two spots. We have one that's starting in December. So you can literally get your website done like by early January. And then the other one will be done by Valentine's Day. And then we have about eight spots total that we're running through uh, middle of April next year. So either way you can be set up like depending on your area and your season around the time of booking season or by wedding season. So yeah. Definitely That's a great. To get like on the list. Yes, get on that list. Get on that list. Emily, this was so great. And then if people want to work with you just for branding, how is the best way they can contact you? Yeah, um, so they can go to emilyfostercreative.com or they can find me on Emily Foster Creative like on Pinterest or Instagram. Um, you can shoot me an email if you want. It's hello at emilyfostercreative.com. Um, I do branding and web design. So if you're wanting something a little bit more custom than the Squarespace um, opportunity that we talked about, or if you're yeah, just wanting branding, you can reach out there. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here, Emily. This was a lot of value and I can't wait to see who snags those spots. <laughs> having me. This was so fun. Always love chatting with you. Yes. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening. <laughs> As expected, guys, that was a really great conversation with Emily. And don't forget to go to Emily Foster Creative online or on Instagram to follow along with her current promotion, as well as what she will be coming up with. Now, I do have another Black Friday deal I want to talk to you about, and that's with Carissa Cruzy Weddings. You know that Carissa Cruzy is a friend of me personally and a friend of the show, and her products sponsor the I Do Wedding marketing podcast and she is going to be doing a black friday deal on all of them 
all of them. So go to idoweddingmarketing.com slash sponsors. I'll give you a quick rundown of what's on there. We have the Your Real Wedding Photos Club. Okay. So this is somebody who's good with doing your content. You're good with doing your captions. She's just giving you photos that you can use. Use them on your Instagram, your website, your Pinterest, wherever you need photos. Then we have Brides to Booking. Okay. This gives you the tools to do things yourself if you can't outsource it. It's giving you templates, forms, and workbooks, and videos to teach you how to tackle your social media. But what if you want something new and fresh every month? Then you're going to want to check out the Weddingpreneurs Content Club, where you're getting the social media directives, templates, and tips directly into your inbox each month. So to check those out, go to idoweddingmarketing.com slash sponsors. I bring this show and the value in this show to you guys for free. So that is why having a sponsor of the show really helps us out. So I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving and I really appreciate you spending some of your life, your work week, and your time with me because time is the most precious of all. And I really admire you for spending it wanting to learn, to grow, and to improve your business. So I'm wishing you all the best in this final season of the year as we gear up for 2023. I'll see you on the next episode.